Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Sometimes we do. People forget about the old school. They 
They think that all this stuff started now. No, all, everything that we're generating came from old school. All the styles that we're bringing back out came from old school. I don't know where they think it came from, but it did not just start <laughs> now. <laughs> I can say the same for the healing in my presented in my book to Kishna. It's old school. Well, it, it is because people didn't know nothing about technology. They had to do the best they could. And years ago, even before our time, people was doing um, making cures and stuff, treatments for you to heal. They didn't have all this technology where you had to go to the doctor and they could look in lasers and machines to say, oh, let me pour that cancer out of you. It, it, didn't, it didn't work like that. So you had to depend on what you knew best. Now, Lorraine, yeah. before we get into that, I would, I would love, I mean, Lorraine, before we get into that, I would love to know um, how you got up on this path. I know it's probably a long story, but just, just a little brief preview of how you got started. Okay, I'll try and keep it short, and you cut me off anytime you want to. Um, basically, my path to Kishna started in about um, 1972 when I just started looking at my own health, uh, reading a lot of books, and... Um, looking at the fact that, uh, you know, what was considered healthy was maybe getting an infection once a year, getting antibiotics, and getting better. I was a pretty healthy healthy kid at that time. But, you know, I had a lot of lung and respiratory problems, so I'd get a sinus infection, a tonsillitis infection, a, a bronchial infection once a year. No big deal. Get antibiotics, get better. And I didn't know why I should be getting those. So I just started studying and... Um, 1974, so we're talking 40 years ago, was the last year that I ever took any kind of drug. That means a prescription drug or an over-the-counter drug. I just started working with nature, understanding how my body worked, um, learning a lot about herbs and natural cures. And so that's 40 years that um, my health just got better and better and better. And then when I had my family, uh, they don't, my husband, my daughter, none of them take drugs either. She's 30 years old now. And um, we, we just don't, we know that the body is powerful and the body can heal itself. I, and I'm not saying technology is not good like those things you mentioned. That, you know, it doesn't hurt to get an ultrasound to determine where something is, to um, di- help diagnose a condition. I think that's where modern medical science comes in really well. But for treating any kind of chronic health conditions where the body just isn't performing the way it could, you need to go back to the basics. So that's my story. And and I love that, and you're right. It, It is. Sometimes people don't have enough faith, and to really be into the natural healing, you have to have faith. You can't do one without the other. And, yeah, we do. We we do depend on going to the doctor and to be healed, but it's a mind thing. And to me, don't get me wrong, I love the doctors. There are some great doctors out here, but to me, they're just more of a backup plan for what God has in store for us. That's what they exactly. are. Exactly. And, you know, at this point, I mean, about 80% of the world still is working with the real medicine, traditional medicine, and in all different degrees, shapes, and forms, the modern medicine is pretty new. I mean, we're talking a, a fraction of a time of our history. And I feel that um, the medical department, that they're very good sometimes for diagnosis, and they're very good for emergency. So if I were in a car accident and I got a broken leg, don't take me to a herbalist. You know, take me to a surgeon who can reset my leg. But for the healing, then I'm going to go see a herbalist or go back to nature and start pumping in the nutrition that's going to help that leg to heal faster, uh, using the herbs to make sure that I don't get infection from the surgery or the stitches. Um, So that's where I think the blending has to come in. And uh, with my book, I just feel I've I've worked with cancer now since... um, pretty extensively since about 19, well, I'd say 1990, early 1990s, and had some very good successes. And quite truthfully, I just feel that the, how the modern medical profession is treating cancer is worse than what they used to do when medicine first came out in the dark ages. 
you know, when they used they used bloodletting, and they if their patients survived, they were lucky. They used arsenic. They used mercury. That's those were the three main tools of the first doctors. They called them quacks because they used um, quicksilver. That's where the term quackery came from. Was from medical doctors because they used quicksilver. So we're still back in those dark ages where we're we're bloodletting people. Where especially with cancer. You have three medical options. That's chemotherapy, which is poisoning them, like the old mercury arsenic. You have radiation, which is burning them. And you have surgery, which is cutting them out. And there are much easier approaches than that, which are just as effective. So that's what my book is about. Okay. And speaking, and speaking of the cancer, you know, it's, it's, it's a scary thought to really think about that we all have cancer cells in our bodies. But every single human being on the planet has cancer cells in their body. But the good news is that for most of us, our body's natural defenses know how to defeat these defective tumor-causing cells, and they never get the chance to grow up into a full-blown cancer. So it might seem scary to most of you, but it is it's a known true fact. I agree with that. I agree with that because it's a natural process of um, metabolism that some cells become uh Cancers, you could call them renegade, they become mutated, they aren't reproducing properly, or they start to reproduce more quickly. Anytime there's inflammation, anytime there's an injury, and very few of us can go through life without having some inflammation or some injury. So you're right, and that's why we have to support our immune system, not destroy it when we have any kind of chronic condition. Right, but you know with the second accepting that fact that we do have it, it just motivates me to want to learn, Lorraine, how do we try to keep those individual defective cells from joining together and really like having a counterpart inside our body? Well, we in, in the book, well, first of all, what I do is um, if I just look at a little bit of the chapters, um, I look at, in Chapter 1, I look at, uh, cancer treatment, is there a better approach? So I look a little bit at the statistics, um, the money being spent on cancer, the huge increases like in, in 2010, which is the latest statistics that I got from the National Cancer Institute, was that cancer was costing us 124, almost $125 billion. And that was a 65 times more than the previous two years. 65 times more. So if we look at the cost of cancer increasing 65 times every two years, mortality rates are not improving. Um, I do feel it's time to look at a different approach. That's why the name of the book, The Pawpaw Program, A Christopher Columbus Approach to Cancer, the world is round and cancer can be treated naturally. It's because the same as back in the old days where they thought the world was flat. And Christopher mm-hmm. Columbus proved, no, it's round. And if you keep sailing far enough, you'd get to North America. So it's the same way as we have to look outside the box at cancer, that there are safe ways of treating it. So that's what I explain a little bit in Chapter 1. Chapter 2, I do cover um, history of herbs, so folk, what we might call folk herb traditions, um, and how they have stood the test of time for you know 10,000 years. And every continent on the world has their own cancer cures, their own diabetes cures, because those local indigenous people have found in nature what works for them. So now we're lucky in that we can take from herbs all over the world that, um, you know, are, are working for us. And in that book, I explain how a lot of those herbs that have traditionally worked for cancer, they are either antibiotic, they're antiviral, they're antiparasitic, or they're antifungal, and they're immune-boosting herbs. So those are um, all the history of herbs from all over the world that have worked for cancer because those, I believe, are the causes of cancer. And that is supported by um, modern science that herbs are caused by bacteria, by fungus, by viruses, and by any kind of damage that creates inflammation. So to avoid cancer, we have to keep in optimum health. 
We have to not have fungus rampant in our body, and that can mean um, toenail fungus that a lot of older people get. That can mean yeast infections, candida infections, um, jock itch. You know, all of those are funguses, and fungus is not good to support in our body because it can mutate, and it's just one different stage of the cancerous cell cycle. There's a whole cycle called polymorphism, and although these terms might sound complicated, I've been told that um, I've got a way of making things simple, and in my book there are some cartoons, there are some charts, so there are some simple things so that people can see it and understand it. It's been designed for the lay person to understand. That's any ordinary person dealing with uh, any kind of chronic condition, including cancer. But I've got lots of references and resources in it, so also that um, medical people will see how valid it is. So I, I think our best health is what we have to do, and I do go through that about how think outside the box, um, what the program does, and what the road to wellness is. And that's what everybody can do, Takeshna, to help stay in, in good health as long as they are able to with a good quality of life, which is what it's all about. And it sounds so scary, not just the words that accomplish but it sounds so scary when you start talking about fungus. That's why I think whether you have cancer or you got it now or don't expect to get it, any person who wants to improve their chance of avoiding cancer, I think they should pick up this book and read it that. I think it's a very important book that should be on anyone's shelf. And also when it comes down to cancer and just trying to prevent it, your whole eating lifestyle has to change. Regardless if we love neck bones that I grew up on, those things are very fine. But now generations are changing. Even my mother had to change. Um, people are going to Turkey now, more lean pork. So people are really changing over their eating habits. Back then you, you see people had bag of lays and everything. But now because I'm a server, I see more people eating salads, um, edamame, soybeans. You might incorporate a little sushi into your menu. So these are things that you have to try to do. You've got to try to change your life a little bit at a time. It's not saying dive on into it because your body will cause a shock, but take baby steps slowly because your body, your body, it feeds off whatever you're putting into it, and that causes a lot of changes. And now you know, Lorraine, they're coming up with so many different studies now that cause cancer. You drink too much coffee. So all this stuff is so frightful. I think we just have to take our own knowledge and our common sense to try to do our own research because the media will make you go crazy when you think about it. You're like, oh, if I eat this, I might get cancer. If I drink this, I get cancer. So you don't know which way to turn. <laughs> <laughs> you're too afraid. Yeah, to yeah, you're out. right. I mean, if I step outside the house, I'll get cancer. Um, and it isn't, it isn't that scary. We have to also, um, and you mentioned this, you know, coming from a positive attitude, we, we have to think positively and, um, you know, there's two basic emotions. There's love and fear. Are we going to look at being healthy from being afraid of not getting cancer? Are we going to be look at being healthy from a point of view of let's love this world, enjoy this life, make smart choices while we're doing it? So just as you said, you know, people choosing more salads. And there's quite a bit of section in my book about how we can shift over to healthy heating because I love what you said, uh, you know, about doing it gradually. You don't want to put your body into shock. I also don't like people to look at uh, what do you call a scarcity attitude. You can't do this and you can't do that and you've got to avoid that. That's that whole negative aspect. I look at it, if you had your choice to have a bag of potato chips that's going to clog up your arteries, cause inflammation, be hard on your digestion, have no vitamins and minerals, or you had your choice to have this huge colorful bowl of salad with you know greens and reds and yellows in it and it's going to flood your body with vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals and antioxidants it's not going to have calories it's going to help you maintain your weight properly it's going to help heal your your stomach and your intestines and this one costs one dollar and this one costs two dollars which are you going to choose so it's it's about just building healthier choices into your everyday life, as you mentioned. 
Um, I do Chapter 7. I go through a whole food choices for optimum health. And, I, you know, I talk about super antioxidant foods. I give some ideas for making shakes. A lot of people are really improving their health by making a little super shake every day. You know, you can throw everything in that but the kitchen sink. Right. <laughs> Maybe some people throw the kitchen sink in, too, if they got a good blender. And, uh, you know, i got a whole chapter on recipes. And it's not huge. I'm not a huge recipe fan person. But I do give recipes so that people are starting can see, hey, I don't have to be suffering here. Here's some delicious foods that I can be eating that are good for me. I mean, a roasted vegetable salad, uh, fragrant chickpeas with dates, um, uh, flax bread. There's um, even some, you know, basic things like banana bread that's not really bread or a chocolate walnut cake that isn't going to promote disease. It's not going to promote diabetes. It's not going to promote cancer. We've got to primarily get away from sugars and, and flours. That's the big thing. So I give people great tasting recipes to give them an idea of how to do that. Um, it tastes, like I said, it takes time, though. And um, you got some of your powerful carbohydrates out here. you got your, your protein, food. And every every food category got a parent, so you have to look at the parent. The chicken is the parent for the egg, so everything has a parent with it. Um, and I mean, it's just like I said, it's just so much out here. You just and even if you get confused, one thing about it, try to eat in moderation. That's the main thing. Don't eat a burger every day. If you got a craving, eat it and and then cut it loose. Don't go back and keep eating it for the whole week. Oh, I'm gonna just eat this burger. I always know. Just eat it for that day, because I know you probably you don't want to just give up your burger. No, I said just throw it away, but just eat in moderation if it sounds a little confusing to you, because I know sometimes you be thinking, most people think, Lorraine, oh, i got to be a natural health consultant. i got to learn this. i got to go to school for this. No, nobody said, and that's not the case. It's, it's just that you just, like I said, you just have to be up on your knowledge of what's out here, what's good for you, because it will make you go crazy. It, it does. I don't know how many calories this is. Oh, if I eat too much of this, I might gain five or ten pounds, and that would just that just bogs me down. I don't even try to count calories. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. We we don't want crazy making here, Takeshna. We um, again, the book makes it simple. It just looks at groups of foods, gives you lots of choice. Eat more from this and eat more from that. If I might take your uh, burger example. You know, it's what you do 80% of the time that's important. So that 20% of the time you want a burger, you can make even a burger healthier. Take one of the layers of the bun off. So, you know, just eat one half of the bun and add a big salad. Then your burger's not so bad. And as long as you're not doing it every day, you're doing that, you know. So it's just, and or change the, instead of the, bun being a white flour bun, you know, get a whole grain bun. Now, if you had cancer, you need to be a little more strict than that because you don't want to be feeding these cancer cells. You want to eliminate anything with sugar. And sometimes in the beginning, that might take a little bit of reading labels. If you're not using processed food that has labels, that's not a concern. But if you are using cans and boxes and packages, you've got to read those labels and get rid of those carbs as much as possible. If you're buying fruits and vegetables, they don't have labels on them, uh, especially vegetables, so you don't have to be so concerned about it. Right. You are so right about that because it might say natural, but then they have all this added sugar and everything. And most of the time we don't like when it doesn't have flavor in it. So you're right, you do. You have to take out your time and look at it. you got certain products that say whole grain, but then when you read the ingredients, it's got unbleached flour, rich flour in there. So those are things that you have to look for. Yeah, got, um, yeah you're right. Yeah, so you yeah look, no, absolutely. It, it takes time, but if you want to do it right, yeah, read your labels or just go to a natural health food market. You know, you got your whole farmer's market out here that does natural Food. So those are good choice. Um, Trader Joe's is a good market to go to. 
Now, Lorraine, when Farm markets talking? are great because then you're getting it fresher, closer to the source. So food's an important thing. Um, if I might, I'd, I'd like to a little bit go into um, how I've chosen out of my, you know, working in the natural health field for almost 40 years, how I've come to cho- choose this particular program for cancer for, the, for this book. Okay, so as I said, you know, I've worked with cancer since 1990. I've had some very good um, results, but in 2003, this one particular herb called pawpaw became available in Canada. You had it in the United States about a year earlier, and I started studying that pretty extensively, and the results just got better. So when we look at how this pawpaw works, number one, it grows in the United States, which is pretty interesting because right now cancer is um, most prevalent in the United States of just about any country in the world. So it's very interesting that the solution for this has come from the United States. It's not the pawpaw or the papaya or the fruit that is commonly available in the States. It is a large tree called Asimina triloba. And it's really important that people make this distinction. And the, what's been studied for 35 years, a Dr. Jerry McLaughlin has studied this, and he's in, uh, uh, he studied a lot in Missouri, in Indiana, in Mississippi, and it grows in those areas, this tree called Asimina triloba. That's the Latin name, so people know they have the right tree. And what he spent almost 35 years doing was testing all different species of plants to see which ones had the strongest chemotherapy effect. In other words, they could kill cancerous cells. And when we found this plant, this was the strongest plant, and then he started testing what was the strongest part of the plant, you know, the bark, the inside, the fruit, the leaves. And what has ended up happening is they make an extract from the bark of the twig of this tree that has to be picked at a very specific time of the year, and it's usually around May, but it depends on the climate and the season and the weather. So they keep testing it until the chemicals called acetogenins are at their peak, and then that's when it's harvested. So it's the acetogenins in this pawpaw tree from the bark Mm -hmm. of the tree that are made into a capsule. So it's very easy for people to get the one that's been tested. They multiple, like it's tested in a lab right from the tree to the bark to the standardization to the capsule. It's tested the whole way through so that they know exactly what strength it is. And this has been the most amazing discovery, I would say, in the last 35 years because even medical oncologists, like there's one in Nevada who did a trial with this, and those 10 case studies are listed in my book, The Pawpaw Program. And he said they have never, in fact, I could, I could quote you, this is in the book. He said they, basically they've never found a chemotherapy agent this effective that has no side effects. So that's pretty significant because... Some chemotherapy drugs are good, but they're only good if they don't kill the patient first. This one, there are no side effects. So to quote what he said, actually, he said, um, let me just find that, sorry. Like for one thing, he did a study with several hundred people in Nevada who were all terminal stage cancer. So because there was nothing they could do for them, they all entered this study. And after a year and a half, um, I think it was 69% of them were still alive. Now, that's phenomenal when you say that these were all terminal people who were supposed to die within a few months. So they had most of the participants, they enjoyed extended longevity. They improved their quality of life. Those that were, and these are quotes from the study, Those that were uh, weakened or bedridden now have more energy to do those things they enjoy. Others that had been given only a couple of months to live surpassed the doctor's expectations in a marvelous way. Um, Many have decreased their tumors, the, the size of tumors without the loss of hair, 
without nausea, without bone marrow depression, without induction of new cancers or any other side effects. So those are just amazing results to get a chemotherapy agent that's like up to 10 to 100,000 times stronger than the drugs with no side effects. Wow. So in the book I explain how pawpaw works. There's four basic uh, ways that it works, and it, it basically it stops energy to rapidly reproducing cells. So it stops the energy supply for cancer cells. It stops new blood vessel growth to cancer cells because cancer cells often create their own blood vessel network to feed them. It stops that. It's called anti-angiogenesis. It stops DNA and RNA reproduction so the cells can't reproduce. And the other beauty of this uh, particular herb, Takeshna, if people, for whatever reason, and usually it's fear, they do decide to do chemotherapy because that's one of the major tools of the medical system. If they take pawpaw along with the chemotherapy, they -hmm. will actually make the the chemotherapy, the drug-based chemotherapy, more effective because the pawpaw has the ability to stop what's called the proton pump inhibitor, which pumps the cancerous, uh, sorry, the, the poisonous chemotherapy. It pumps it out of the cancer cells. Pawpaw stops that pump. So at least if they're going to take chemotherapy, they might as well be having it get into the cancer cells while they want it so that it's more effective. So there's very few that, like, the beauty of this is that it can be used if people are feeling that they need to go the medical route. They can improve their chances greatly by using the pawpaw program along with it. Well, hey, if they if they have enough belief, it sounds like it would definitely work. But we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to be back with Lorraine. We're going to discuss more about her book and get into the Paul Paul program. And if you have any questions, the number is 347-426-3751. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back after this. There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. We're back on the air with Lorraine Beignet, um, and we're getting into talking about the natural treatments for cancer and everything, and talking about her Paul Paul program. So please, anyone who has not even experienced with cancer, who even has it, please, we will give you the information where you can pick up her book and get in tuned into this, because this is something that will help you spiritually and physically. Lorraine, are, are we actually winning the war against cancer? Oh, heavens no. No. And, and I mean, that's, I think, part of the problem is looking at it as a war. 
If cancer is within our body, why do we want to do war on our own body? The whole concept is flawed. You know, you don't want to make you don't want to make war on your body. You want to love your body, support your body, and make it stronger. We have our own immune system. Let's work with it. Let's not make war on it and destroy it. And and that's what at unfortunately at this time in our cultural development in our citizen, I mean, you know, in our cultural development, that's what we're doing is we're making war on our body. That cancer is part of our body. We cannot make war on it. No, we're not winning. More people are getting cancer. More people are dying of cancer. And although statistics are sometimes skewed to make us think they're winning the war so they can get you out earning more money for more research, it's, it's, all it's doing is supporting the huge pharmaceutical companies. And I'm not going to go into that in great detail. I mention it briefly in my book. I give some examples, uh, you know, of a few companies that, you know, they take everything right from, you know, this is just one example. They make the chemicals that cause the cancer. They make the drugs that are used in cancer chemotherapy. They make the mammogram machines and the other machines that are used to diagnose the cancer. And they fund the cancer treatment centers. So all the way along, that company is causing it, looking at diagnosis of it, and looking at treatment of it, and making billions and billions of dollars. And do you think they want a cure for cancer? Honestly, you know, there's, there's, the expression is more people live from cancer than die from cancer, and that's because it's a huge mega business. So I don't want to have all those people, billions of people working in the cancer industry out of unemployed, but they could shift. They could shift towards making people healthy again. Why? So, no, I don't believe we're, number one, that whole terminology that, um, you know, I've got that in my book, who it was when they started the the war on cancer. That that was the U.S. government. I think that was, uh, you probably know who that was. Who was your president at that time. Oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, oh I feel like I'm on a game show, Lorraine. Hold on. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't, oh. I don't have, know that, but I, but was the, the, whoever your president was in 1971, and that's when the U.S. government first gave the National Institute of Health its first billion dollars to fight the war on cancer. So we're talking 1971 billion dollars and as I said, now it's up to $125 billion. They're not getting anywhere. They're barking up the wrong tree. They're, they're still looking at the world as if it's flat. They've got to look right. at it as if it's round and come back to the body. And they aren't going to do that because they're not going to get their $125 billion if they keep doing that. So, no, we're not winning. We've got to look outside the box. We've got to look at the Christopher Columbus approach. We've got to go back to the basics. That's what has sure. always worked, and that's what continues to work. Um, I might just mention that I don't want people to think that I feel treating cancer is a matter of taking the pawpaw. Right. You know, the pawpaw, it's in a capsule form. So in the States, it's called pawpaw cell rake. It's not a matter of taking one pill and bang, your cancer's better. That would be foolish to think that. So number one is um, myself and a group of practitioners, we worked out a whole program to address all the aspects of health once, you know, we understand the cause of cancer. And we've got four purposes that we have to this program. We want to stop the rampant cell growth. We want to help the body to immobilize its own immune system. Not to immobilize, sorry, to mobilize. Like get their own immune system working better. We want to promote healthy new cell generation. And we want to bring the entire body into balance to maintain optimum health. So with those four purposes, we've got um, four basic parts of the program. We've got uh, that pawpaw, that using the correct species of it. And I will add to Kishna, I encourage people, your listeners, to please get in touch with me if they, number one, they want the book, number two, if they want to follow this program. Because they could go on Amazon, and yes, you can get my book is available on Amazon. But I encourage them not to order any of these products on Amazon 
for two primary reasons. One, okay. it's illegal. Two, because the company that makes this product, it's illegal for it to be sold on Amazon. Okay. So two, the main reason, you will not get any support if you go on Amazon. Because what you want if you're going through this program is you want someone who's knowledgeable, someone who's support. You've purchased it on Amazon. You don't even know who you're purchasing it from. So um, besides being illegal, I encourage them to get in touch with me. The, second, the third reason is I can get them the, the best price, and then there's some support there so they make sure they're getting the right stuff. But uh, So the, the right things to get is that pawpaw cell rake. Number two, we give them some proteolytic enzymes. So those are enzymes that help digest protease. And rather than taking them with a meal, like to, you know, digest that meat, they're taking it between meals on an empty stomach to help digest the coating of the cancer cell. So the cancer cell membrane tends to be quite tough, which is sometimes why our immune system doesn't knock it out by itself. So we take these protease enzymes to break down those cancer cells. We take essential minerals that are combined with herbs called adaptogens. And I mentioned earlier how we're lucky we have access to herbs around the world. The Asian people have been experts in using what we call adaptogenic herbs. Those are herbs that help the body adapt to stress. They help support the immune system. So I use a formula that's got all your trace minerals because all North Americans are deficient in trace minerals. Combines it with adaptogens, herbs like shizandra, hoshu, wu root, Siberian ginseng. Um, those are just a few of them. And by using the minerals with those, we build up our immune system. And then we also use essential fatty acids. So I have a couple of... Uh, favored ones that I use that are high in the omega-3s. And that's to help, again, support healthy cells being grown. It helps get rid of inflammation. So I've got the program down to four basic parts. And then if people have a specific, uh, well, they have a specific cancer, we may look at supporting that specific cancer. And I do have um, suggestions for that in the book. Like let's say it's colon cancer, you've got to make sure that colon's getting cleaned out on a regular basis. If it's right. lung cancer, you might want some herbs that are going to help you to breathe better and support the lungs. So, But the basic four is what I like people on because I know when I've had cancer, people come to me and they have three suitcases full of supplements they're taking when they're trying to do it naturally. And that's not necessary. We have to simplify it and get them on the, the right path with the most specific herbs that are going to work the best for them. That's right. That is so true. Now, part of your book, that's Chapter 3, it is called Thinking Outside the Box. Why did you choose this title? Because looking at treating the war on cancer with um, cutting, burning, and poisoning is you're inside the box. You're not even opening, taking the blinkers off to look out at what the beautiful gifts of healing nature can provide us, of what your body can do if you give it the correct tools. So you have to look outside the box, because if you stay inside the box, your results aren't very good. Right. You know, it's, it's like sitting there inside a box for your whole life. You're not seeing much, you're not experiencing much, and you're just going to stay there in that box. And that's for monetary reasons, where the medical profession is stuck with cancer right now. And I would extend this. Like in my book, there's a whole chapter called Four Pillars of Health. Those four Mm -hmm. pillars are number one, diet. So I cover that extensively. Number two is exercise. Number three is emotional and spiritual health. And number four is supplementation. Because we aren't getting the nutrition we need in the food these days. And and I got charts in there that show how that has happened, why that has happened. But those four pillars of health apply to anything. So diabetes is becoming uh, an epidemic in in the United States, right? Like 65% of adults are going to be diagnosed with diabetes. I was just studying something last night that said there's 110 new drugs being developed to treat diabetes. 
at a cost of $55 billion. So this, what's in this book, looking at things like those four pillars of health, understanding those, you want to prevent diabetes too. I mean, it's said that most people over 65 are on it, have at least two chronic conditions, like heart disease, cardiovascular, um, diabetes, cancer. I don't want to be, I've only got a couple years to go, but I don't intend to be one of those people. I was going to say, in the way some of these parents are feeding their children, if we don't get them on the right track, I think they um, did a documentary on Fed Up, and they said by 2020, one-third of the population will have obesity, diabetes, and all that. Where they're going. We oh, the children, so- yes, absolutely, it's starting there. So we, we have to be... Um, you know, we have to be changing things if we don't want to keep going down that path. We have to look outside the box. We have to realize the world is round. We have to realize that we can change our health. And that's what my mission, my passion has been for the last 35 years, is teaching people that their body can do this if it's given the right tools. And that's what I hope that my book um, is doing. You know, we talk about superfoods in the book. We talk all about your your food choices, Um and, you know, I also have, beside the 10 case studies from Dr. James Forsyth, I have uh, 10 stories of people that, you know, have followed this program. And might I share just one of those with you? Oh, yes. Go right ahead. Okay. So this, uh, sometimes when you're in the natural health field, I hear a lot, because I train a lot of other health consultants who also help other people, because there's not enough of me to help everybody. <laughs> so the, the, one of the primary things, complaints that I hear from them is sometimes your family's the hardest to convince. <laughs> so you've gone a little bit healthier, Technicia. You might agree with that? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. So this particular person I'm going to talk about, she's an aunt of mine. So she's a you know, family member. Uh, she was diagnosed in 2002 with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. She did chemo for six months. Then from the years 2003 to 2006, she did chemotherapy every six months. And back then, sometime in that time, she'd asked her doctor about taking pawpaw because I had told her about it. I think it was about 2004. I told her about it. And her doctor said, oh, no, you don't want to touch that stuff. Of course, he didn't know anything about it. Um, She had one year off. 2007, she had one year off with no chemo. By this time, uh, that's five years later, so she's 80 years old. Then in 2008, they did another CT scan on her, which I also mentioned in the book. You don't want to be doing too many of those CT scans because radiation causes cancer. A CT scan can be the equivalent of like 100 to 500 x-rays. And the medical profession, there's something on my website, thenaturalpathremedies.com, about the medical profession. Some scientists and doctors are starting to say we're overdoing radiation. They're, they're causing cancer by how much radiation they're doing. And this would be one good example. I finally said to my aunt, you've got to quit getting these CT scans every three months. They're going to cause more cancer. So sure enough, in 2008, mm-hmm. she got more tumors, and they changed her diagnosis from non-Hodgkin lymphoma to mantle cell lymphoma, and they said, that's terminal. We're sorry, but, you know, you know it's going to keep coming back. You're not getting better this time. She did a little bit more chemotherapy. She had one year off in 2009. Then in 2010, she was diagnosed with some other tumors. Now, this is not surprising, and this is the usual case, because we know that chemotherapy causes cancer. We know that radiation causes cancer. So this time, she's got a metastatic tumor on her shoulder blade. She got some stronger chemotherapy. She was having extreme fatigue. And by this time, keep in mind, she is, let's see, that's 2010, she's 82 years old. So finally, she got a book, some friend gave her another book called Knockout, Susan Summers' book. 
And Susan Summers talks about pawpaw. She has the same case studies that I do from Dr. John Forsythe. Then my aunt remembers that this is the same thing I told her about five years earlier. <laughs> so she phones up in 2010, gets on the program, and with her, she said, within a week, her energy level started coming up. Within oh, one week. And then she she used the pawpaw the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to take it. You increase by one capsule per day until you start to feel a little nauseous. Then you back down. So she increased gradually from four a day. She worked up to 13 pawpaw a day. She started to feel nauseous. She went back down to 12, and she was totally comfortable. And this is really important because with chemotherapy, it's a given that people are nauseous with it. They don't worry about it because they have drugs. Some of them cost $300 a pill so that you're not nauseous. With chemotherapy done the natural way with pawpaw, as soon as you start to feel nauseous, you back down one, and then you've got it's a perfectly regulating chemotherapeutic dose that's individualized. So she stayed on that. Now, so that was in 2010. We're now 2014. Every time she goes to her doctor or the cancer clinic, they just shake their head and they say, what did you do, lady? Because this is now, it's 11 years since her cancer that she was supposed to be dead. She's 87 years old now, 88 years old now. And she's still trumping along. She's doing her thing. She's looking after her husband. She's got energy. She leads a very active life. So this is just one example. And, and lymphomas do not have great results because they have to put so much chemotherapy into you that they almost bring you to the brink of death, and then they hope to bring you back to life. But it doesn't always happen. So this is one particular case, and, and I love my dear aunt. She's told so many people about my book and has helped other people and helped herself. So here she is living a healthy life at 88 when they told her she would have been dead like five years ago. It works is all I can say. Right, you just got to be willing to want to just give it a try. As we said before, faith always take up a first priority in all this. So what does the medical approach think about this natural approach? Can they be used together? Absolutely, they can be used together. Um, There is a section in my book called Questions to Ask Your Doctor, which I feel is really important because people have to take control of their own health journey. So they need to ask questions. If they're not getting answers, don't leave the office. Say, you know, I need to understand this. I need to, um, you know, knew this. So many doctors won't support it because they don't know about it. All they have to do is spend 10 minutes on the computer and they'll find out about it. Because generally what, you know, oncologists, if they don't know about it, they'll just say, oh, well, there's no research. That's baloney because there's 35 years research on pawpaw by itself. Um, and like I said, my book's got about 20 pages of references and medical reports and peer-reviewed studies, so it's all there, anyone that wants to look at it. So if a doctor says it doesn't have research, then you know that that doctor doesn't know anything about it, and they're afraid to support it. We have doctors in my area because they become aware of some of the amazing results we've had with people who were sent home to die, We've had doctors say, well, we can't talk about this, but you might want to talk to so-and-so because they're afraid. They're afraid of stepping outside of their box because they're largely supported by the pharmaceuticals. They're trained to think the way they think. They're not going to look out of the box very often. But those who do will support it, and thankfully more and more uh, oncologist, a good oncologist is not going to ignore 35 years of research. And even a lot of clinics are starting to recognize that if people support themselves with antioxidants while they're going through the, the allopathic medical treatment, if they're going through chemo and radiation, those patients that do better 
are the ones who are taking extra vitamins and minerals. We have this wonderful beverage called Tygo. It's got 13 antioxidants, anti-cancer herbs in it, berries, mangosteen, goji berry, acai berry, pomegranate, raspberry, blueberry. It's got 13 ingredients in it. It, on its own, has gotten rid of some, like a brain tumor in a month. So people that go the regular route, if they support themselves, they do far better. If they choose to go the natural route, um, there's lots of information on my website, naturalpathremedies.com. I do a lot of consultations. I'm doing consultations with people on the phone or Skype from from Europe, from the United States, from Malaysia, um, Australia, and we can help people, you know, wherever they are, give them the support that they need to believe in this program and to get their health back. And and I'm going to add, certainly there's no guarantees with this, but there's no guarantees with the medical approach. And um, when we see cases that have been terminal and have extended their life by whatever length of time, even if they extend it only a year, but they extend that in good quality, that's worth it. That's worth it. It is. It is. And you just you just gotta take that. You just have to, as I'm, I'm repeated again, you just have to take the step of faith in all this. Because one thing about the doctor, they're not gonna go in there and tell you, yeah, sure, go do this natural remedy. I had one lady on my show named Mary Ellen, and she said she told the doctor that she did not want to do his way, and he threw her out the office. So they're not going to be your best friend and when you're talking about natural remedies because, as you said, Lorraine, they have done 35 years or probably more doing research on went to school for all this, on built up their their uh, recommendation guest list for all this. So they're not going to just sit there and say, oh, yeah, sure, you go right ahead and do your natural remedies. No, they're there to give you all them pharmaceuticals and all them bills that you got to pay for everything. So they're not going to be your your bestest friend on your side to encourage you. So just you have to do your own common sense and do your own research. But, Lorraine, how do listeners go about getting your book and getting in touch with you? Okay. There's uh, two ways. If they go on my website, naturalpathremedies.com, they can order the book via PayPal. Or they can also, if they want it just a little bit faster, they can order it directly uh, by emailing me, because all the books, whether it comes from Amazon, whether it comes from uh, uh, my website, or wherever it comes from, they all come out of um, our office. So the easiest and the, the fastest for them is just to email me, take the natural path at gmail.com. So that's those four words all put together, take the natural path at gmail.com. And uh, all I need, of course, is a full address, phone number, and credit card payment. We also work the old-fashioned way to Kishna. People can phone our office. We've got a personal answering machine. It's not a voicemail. It's a private answering machine. And they can leave all that information on our answering machine, and they can do that 24-7. And that phone number is 250-748-6802. So some people are nervous about emailing their credit card information for payment. So some people will put it in two, three different emails, or they might leave one part of the information on the answering machine and email the rest. And uh, we get the book mailed out within one day, uh, usually to the States. Uh, It's there within a week. And um, they can also order from Amazon. That's fine, too. It's just going to take a little bit longer because it still comes from our office. Um, and the same, they can contact us via email, on the website, or phone if they want to look at any of those products. Even, you know, some people who are in good health just get on that Tygo program and, and their health increases in so many ways. It's remarkable. There's all sorts of, we, we also work with healthy people, right, to keep them healthy. We work with daily right. supplementation, um, in fact, I'd rather be working with that than cancer in a way. Like, I'd like to keep people healthy before they get the cancer, but I will work with anyone at whatever stage they're at. And, uh, again, they can call and make an appointment, 250-748-6802, or they can email me, take the path at gmail.com. 
or they can contact me through the website, naturalpathremedies.com. Well, Lorraine, I thank you for so much for being on this show, for to learn about the benefits of Paul Paul. And please, people, I hope you do get this book on your shelf today. Even if, like Lorraine said, even if you don't have it, it's a way to prevent from you not having it. So let's be wise, let's smart up, and let's get in the know because no one's going to teach it to you. So thank God that we do have somebody like Lorraine who's willing to give you this advice. Thank you, Lorraine. I hope we can end up doing this again sometime. And thank you very much to Kishna for hosting this show. Oh, really enjoyed welcome. it. Oh, thank okay. you, and you have this one. You too. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you stay tuned in tomorrow, uh, well, for Monday, because I, I don't have any show on Sunday. But you have a blessed day. Stay prosperous and be knowledgeable about your health. Don't be afraid to know what's going on with your body. So stay blessed, and I'll see you Monday at noon. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.